Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty. This week, in honor of Bastille Day, I have a quick and dirty tip about the difference between a gourmet and a gourmand, and a meaty middle about some of the ways French has influenced English, and the origin of insults that are traded by the French and English. Also, if you haven't signed up for Stitcher Premium yet, check it out with the free trial, because the bonus episode we just released about Schoolhouse Rock is really great. We talked to someone whose graduate school instructor used Schoolhouse Rock in class and who went to a live Schoolhouse Rock concert. Plus, you can get all the regular episodes, including the archives, ad-free. Go to stitcherpremium.com grammar and use the offer code grammar. And now on to some tricky words from French. Sometimes people confuse the words gourmet and gourmand because the words sound similar and they both have to do with food. Both a gourmet and a gourmand love food, but they love it differently. And both words come from French, but surprisingly, even though they sound so much alike, they have different roots. Gourmand comes from a French word that means glutton, and a gourmand is indeed a glutton of food and drink. For example, you might say, Hans saw the buffet as an opportunity to be a gourmand, trying every item available. Gourmet comes straight from the French word gourmet, and is a positive word that describes someone who's a connoisseur of food and drink, essentially someone who we might also, in a more light way, call a foodie. A gourmet savors flavors and might take pride in recognizing subtle differences. For example, you might say, Cooking for Pierre makes me nervous. He is such a gourmet. Foodie is a more recent term that comes from food, a word from Old English instead of French. Etymology Online says it first appeared in 1982. The best way to think about the difference between a gourmand and a gourmet was best stated in the 1898 book Dictionary of Phrase and Fable. Quote, a gourmand regards quantity more than quality, and a gourmet quality more than quantity, unquote. Another way to remember that a gourmand likes to eat a lot of food is to think of the Michelin Man. Yes, the chubby white icon made out of tires. You may be familiar with the Michelin Guide, which is published by the same company that makes tires. It was originally a guidebook for drivers, but is now best known for its restaurant ratings. 
It's a big deal for a restaurant to be able to say it's a Michelin star restaurant. And starred restaurants tend to be expensive. But Michelin also has an award for lower-cost restaurants. And we're talking about it because the award is called the Bib Gourmand. Bib is the name of our chubby friend, the Michelin Man. Short for Bibendum, actually. And the Bib Gourmand is an award for a restaurant that has good food, but is also a very good value for your money. So for our purposes, you can think of it as a place where you can afford to eat a large amount of good food. A place that would make a gourmand like Bib happy. So to sum up, take your favorite gourmand to a delicious buffet and your favorite gourmet to the best French restaurant you can find. And now, on to Bastille Day. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan-favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling... And dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. We can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona. La vida mas fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bonjour. This segment discusses some historical and linguistic connections between French and English, covering topics as varied as the Bastille, frog's legs, and roast beef. What is a Bastille, you may ask? For those who don't know much French or who haven't studied European history lately, here's a mini-lesson. Bastille is the French word for fortress or castle. It's also the name of the famous building that revolutionaries stormed on July 14, 1789, at the beginning of the French Revolution. The Bastille was built in the 1300s to protect Paris from the English. The hundred-foot walls later held political prisoners, including the French writer Voltaire. The French celebrate their national holiday on July 14. In the United States, it's called Bastille Day. But in France, it's not. In France, July 14th is known by what translates as the National French Holiday. And the French wish each other happy National Holiday, not happy Bastille Day. And on every Bastille Day since 1880, there's been a military parade in Paris. The French and English haven't always been allies as they are today. And as I said, the Bastille was originally built to protect the French from the English. 
the two countries have had a long history of conflict. In fact, about 900 years of conflict. In 1066, William the Conqueror of Normandy, France, invaded England and defeated the English at the Battle of Hastings. Since this pivotal moment, the French and English language have been intertwined. The Norman conquest of England greatly affected the English language. About 10,000 or so French words came into English after the conquest, and about three-quarters of them are still in use today. In fact, English has many pairs of words, one from Old English and the other from French, that mean about the same thing. One example is law and order. Law comes from a Middle English word in use before the year 1000. It came to English from Old Norse. Order has later origins, coming to Middle English via Old French and Latin, between 1175 and 1225. Another example is forgive and pardon. Forgive was in use before the year 900 and comes from Middle and Old English. Pardon is from Old French and has been used in English since the middle of the 15th century. Finally, consider ask and inquire. Inquire comes from Old French and ask comes from Old English. Experts today sometimes say you can improve your writing, or at least make it more clear and straightforward, by favoring words with an Old English origin. But long ago, in many cases, using a word with a French origin was thought to be more refined than using a similar word with an English origin. And this brings us to the common expression, pardon my French, or excuse my French. Today, it's a warning that you're going to swear or use obscene language, and it's been used to mean this since about 1895. But it was originally used literally. When someone used a French word instead of an English word, the speaker might apologize for using a word the listener wouldn't understand. In the 19th century, some people in England did use a fancier French word rather than the English equivalent. Here's an example from an article in the New England Magazine, published in 1833. A man who seems to be bragging about his dating life says this, I need not expatiate on my gift at pleasing the feminine gender. Verbum sat, excuse my French. I say nothing, you know my modesty. Verbum sat means the word is sufficient. So that was the original use. But because of the history of strife between France and England, pardon my French quickly came to be a little bit of a dig against the French. The rivalry between England and France has persisted linguistically speaking, even though politically the countries are now allies. There's a certain word in English used to disparage the French, and one the French used to disparage the English. Can you guess what these words are? Think about the food that comes to mind when you consider each nation. Have you ever heard an English speaker refer to a French person as a frog? It's not nice. Don't do it. This pejorative word has been in use since the 1300s, but originally referred to the Jesuits, whose enemies compared them to unclean animals that lie in the mud, and the Dutch, who were called froglanders, which the Oxford English Dictionary speculates may be because the Netherlands are marshy and therefore hospitable to frogs. Since about 1800, the word's been used to refer to the French, some sources speculate that this association of frogs with the French goes back to the original French heraldry symbol, which contained three frogs. 
But since the ruler Clovis changed the frogs to lilies in the 6th century, creating the fleur-de-lis, it seems unlikely that this is the origin of the 1800s insult. Other sources suggest that the term arose from the French taste for eating frog's legs. It's not a bad dish, actually. You should try it sometime. On the other side of the coin, have you heard a French speaker refer to an English person as a rose beef? This, as you might have guessed, is a simpler story. It means roast beef, a dish the English are known to eat. Again, you should try it. It's delicious. But this term has also been used as an insult since the early 19th century. Instead of insulting each other, let's try to be friends. A business in France is actually trying to mend fences, or at least make everyone happy. It's a restaurant and brewery that serves a mixture of French and English food. Can you guess the name? Très bien if you guessed frog and roast beef, which has branches in Paris, Bordeaux, and Toulouse. So this Bastille Day, say merci to the French, who have donated so many useful words to English. That segment was written by Bonnie Mills, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. Hello this week to David, who listens while running in Austin, Texas. And speaking of Texas, that reminds me that after last week's segment about people in Norway using the word Texas to mean crazy, a listener named Lewis told me that his mom, who's Greek, has used the word Texas to mean the same thing for decades. He says he's not sure how she picked it up, but he thinks other Greeks use it that way too. The example he gave is that she might say, it became Texas, to mean things got crazy. So now I'm wondering if people use it that way elsewhere too. If you live outside of Norway and Greece and your people use Texas to mean crazy, let me know. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find all my old articles and podcasts at quickanddirtytips.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook as Grammar Girl. And you can search for any of my seven books at your favorite bookstore. That's all. Thanks for listening. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.